Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach as a place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today we are discussing Windermere Castle. You mean Ava's new place? Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad that we had never done this before and that we just decided to because... It's just so perfect. Yes. Here's the thing. We are recording this at the beginning of February. So if something has happened by the time this has been released that it is no longer Ava's, oops. But we're going with it's still Ava's because that's how it starts off. So right. we're using fandom. And it says Windermere Castle is located on Spoon Island on the outskirts of Port Charles. The castle and island is currently owned by Ava Jerome. It was said to have been leased to the city long ago by a Native American group. It is considered part of the Cassadine family inheritance. The Harbor Ferry, known as the launch for Spoon Island, takes off from Pier 55. The island is notable for having a vast underground cave network with secret tunnels inside the castle, a parapet, as well as docks and a horse stable where Charlotte's favorite horse, Butterscotch, lived. So where's Butterscotch? Oh, no, let's not kill him. Where's Butterscotch? So we are actually doing the parapet as a completely separate. Just because we like to talk about people being pushed off it? Yeah. We could also do a separate one about the catacombs. So let's get started. Ooh, eighteen eighty nine. I think this is the oldest that we've. Oh, that's exciting. Wait. Okay. Okay. Where are we going? Eighteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety. That's a that's a big span. <laughs> History and origin. Windermere is the mansion. <gasps> okay. <laughs> Windermere is the mansion found on Spoon Island, though many refer to it as a castle. Spoon Island was originally bought from the city in 1882 by Walt Wyndham, founder of Wyndham's Department. That's, that's where the gas was. What? Oh, that's cool. Oh, 
All right. He built the castle, naming it for himself, of course. Why do we not know this? That is fun. That is so fun. I'm so glad they put that ah, together. Hey. Thank you, whoever did that backstory writing. He built the castle, naming it for himself. After his death, the island remained abandoned until Iona Huntington, Catherine Delafield's aunt, took ownership. Or aunt, as Shannon likes to Correctly say. Correctly, but I just say aunt because I'm just me. You're not alone. (laughs) She too abandoned it, and later it was purchased in 1989 (gasps) by Ned Ashton. When? Well, I mean, I know it just said 1989, (laughs) but what? He bought the aisle from Iona. Ned originally intended for it to be a present to his fiancée, Dawn Winthrop. Iona herself returned to Port Charles after realizing that long ago... She had hidden plates for an old counterfeiting machine within the castle. She broke into the house, stole back the counterfeiting plates, and, unable to resist temptation, began printing phony $5 bills in Catherine's house. I am so glad we did zero (laughs) research because we took a quick peek at Windermere Castle and went, oh, wow, there's a lot here. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so first of all, I've never even heard of this Iona person. I feel like we've at least heard of, like, a lot of the people that we wind up what yeah okay and then in december 1989 while dawn and decker moss host a new year's eve party robert scorpio tumbles down the stairs in windermere at the stroke of midnight robert's aftershave had been poisoned by mary finnegan's nephew jimmy o hair i don't know how hairly 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 sure However, he didn't use it and used the incident to conspire with Sean Donnelly, Anna Devane, Frisco Jones, Tiffany Hill, and Catherine to temporary, temporarily fake his death. In March of 1990, a woman named Desiree shows up in Port Charles searching for the owners of Spoon Island on behalf of her employer. With the help of Scott Baldwin, Desiree eventually meets with Don and Ned, who agree to let her and her boss rent Windermere on a month-to-month basis. Desiree's boss turns out to be Cesar Faison under the guise of P.K. Sinclair. During a school field trip, a young Robin Scorpio discovers a strange piece of crystal that turns out to summon an alien named Casey Rogers. Maybe he'll come back for the 60th (laughs) anniversary. Casey was on a mission. And give Anna a little, give Valentine a little competition for Anna. There you go. No. Casey was on a mission to retrieve the powerful crystal fragments as it was left behind from a spacecraft crash. Faison was already in search of the crystals for his own nefarious purposes and prompted Scott into selling him Spoon Island. When Faison eventually retrieved all the pieces of the crystal, he put them together, which released a burst of energy that caused a total blackout in Port Charles. Robert Scorpio discovered Faison's role in the blackout and set out to confront him on Spoon Island. After Desiree double-crossed Faison and left town, he reluctantly ceded his pieces of the crystal to Casey out of obsessive love for Robin's mother, Anna Devane. Casey is allowed to return home to Lumina after Robin retrieved the final crystal. I can't even read some of this I know. laughing. I'm okay, sorry. Have, to, have you ever watched that? Uh, no. I've never watched any. I know... Right. He was like, I've seen a clip of it here and there, but I have not watched. 
So Robin retrieved the final crystal. Casey says goodbye to Anna, Robert, and Robin, then asks everyone to go into the other room while he activates the crystal and dematerializes from the living room at Windermere. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, we have to watch that sometime. But I'm just so excited that it came from Wyndham's owner. I know. I, no Never idea. made that connection. Not a clue. So then 2003... To wow. 16. Okay. So it was empty for 13 years. After Faison was Cassadine Castle. So after Faison was presumed dead, the island was taken over by the Cassadines. They didn't buy it. They just took it over. When Stefan and his nephew Nicholas moved to town in 1996, their family maid, Mrs. Lansbury, would join them a few years later. In 1997, Stefan discovers a Cassadine Fabergé egg with a computer chip inside that will enable Stefan to control the world's finances. <laughs> okay. I miss Stefan. Stefan's intention was to add Nicholas's was to add to Nicholas's vast inheritance by using the chip. Come on, he has enough. Yes. He's okay. Like solve world hunger or something. Let's Great. not just give Nicholas more money. Luke Spencer figured out what Stefan was doing, and in the last seconds of the countdown takeover, he set the Windermere stables on fire. Nicholas insists on Stefan's help in putting out the blaze, and initially Stefan refuses. However, after a shoving match where Nicholas falls and hits his head, Stefan abandons his insidious plan and attends to his nephew. That's good. In May 1998, Stefan held the traditional Cassadine Bacchanalia Ball at Windermere to announce his engagement to Catherine Bell. While Luke Spencer and Alexis Davis plan to use the party as a diversion to kill fellow guest Helena Cassadine. I mean, to be fair, like, Helena kind of killed her mom, so. Oops, sometimes that happens. While masked, Luke loosened a railing of the parapet so that Alexis could lure Helena into falling to her death. So we're doing an entirely separate thing about the parapet because this is the first of many falls. So we will talk about that on the parapet one. 411? 411. <laughs> Good call. So then in June 2000, Emily Quartermain is stunned when she is awake when she awakes the next morning to find herself naked in a bed with a syringe in her hand next to a guy named Ted Wilson, who has been murdered. Elizabeth Weber and brothers Lucky Spencer and Nicholas. Uh, oh, Nicholas and Sonny or Nicholas and Lucky are brothers. I'm like, why? It sounds like they're writing it. The Elizabeth. Right. Elizabeth's brothers. I'm like, no, <laughs> she and Lucky were not brother and sister. Anyway, Elizabeth Weber and brothers. Lucky Spencer and Nicholas agree to help their friend and hide Ted's body in a freezer at Windermere. I guess the hiding in a freezer thing is just something that Liz automatically goes to. Yeah. Okay, cool. Emily is then blackmailed by Gia Campbell, who knows that Emily was with Ted before he died. In 2003, during Nicholas and Emily Quartermain's engagement party, Summer Holloway was pushed to her death by a man named Darius, who was hired by Stefan. Darius mistakenly pushed Summer to her death as Stefan had intended for Emily to be the target. I don't think that was off the parapet because that one was not in the parapet right yep. up or research. Oh yeah. We watched those videos. Don't worry. <laughs> Sounds morbid. <laughs> when one of Lorenzo Alcazar's henchmen broke into Windermere and tried to kill Stefan, a fire broke out again, which left Stefan badly burned. Luke and Stefan later got into a fight with a knife, which resulted in Stefan getting stabbed. Stefan managed to whisper eerie words to Luke just before falling from the same cliff that Summer did. It was the cliff, yes. He died on the cliffs of Spoon Island and was soon found by Lucky. 
After Stefan's death, the current owner, Nicholas Cassadine, announces his family is struggling in debt, forces his aunt Alexis to sell Windermere. However, Emily secretly bought it back for Nicholas as a Christmas present. Of course she had that kind of money. Why not? She could probably afford the big bow to go around it, too. Mm Mm-hmm. In 2004, Cody McCall was also murdered in the catacombs under Windermere by a former business partner, Ben. In 2005, Windermere is the locale of Lucky and Liz's wedding, surrounded by citizens of Fort Charles. In 2006, Nicholas hired Alfred yes. as the new butler for Windermere. Oh, you just love Alfred. As the new butler for Windermere, while Mrs. Lansbury is have said to take an extended leave of absence. In 2007, Nicholas decides to hold a ball to celebrate his second engagement to Emily Quatermain. It's the black and white ball, as well as to honor the memory of her father, Alan Quatermain. During the ball, a storm started and stranded everyone on the island while madman Anthony Zakara crashed the party. He injured Rick Lansing, shot Layla Murr, and killed a servant, all while staying hidden in the shadows. Diego Alcazar later managed to sneak off the island and strangled the bride-to-be. And then it was abandoned. In summer of 2011, Nicholas and Spencer leave Port Charles and moving out, leaving Spoon Island to Alexis. Alexis lets Ethan Lovett explore Windermere when he finds a woman wearing a white dress who is revealed to be Helena Cassadine's unknown daughter, Irina. During Irina, during this, Irina gets a psychiatrist named Ewan Keenan, who, while living on Spoon Island, saves Elizabeth Weber after she was drugged and thrown off a boat by Lisa Niles. That was all so good. Irina was later murdered at Windermere by Helena's goons. And then Caleb Morley in 2013, Heather Weber, Lucy Coe, and Todd Manning escape from Ferncliff Asylum and temporarily seek refuge at Windermere. During this time, Lucy dreams that Caleb Morley has come back to taunt her Caleb later kidnaps Sam McCall and her son, Danny Morgan, bringing them to Windermere. While Rafe Kovich stays with Danny in the living room, Sam is found rescued by John McBain. Keep in mind, in this sentence, John McBain and Caleb Morley, same person. They're both Michael Easton. So Sam is found and rescued by John McBain, and Lucy is in the catacombs under Windermere. After a brief... Oh, she just likes to hang out in the catacombs Mm -hmm. when she's... Okay. After a brief struggle, Caleb is supposedly killed by John. And then in 2013, Nicholas returned, and he and Spencer take residence at Windermere once more. Nicholas is also agreeing to host his mother's wedding to Scott Baldwin, surrounded by friends and family. Some months later, Nicholas discovers that Robin Scorpio Drake is being held hostage and invites her along with Britt Westbourne to stay at Windermere. However, Nicholas was outraged after Jerry Jacks blackmailed him into letting Cesar Faison and Liesl Obrecht take refuge with them as well. Robert Scorpio and Anna Devane later decide to deal with Faison once and for all by leaving him trapped inside one of the catacombs under Windermere. However, unbeknownst to them, Faison managed to escape. (laughs) In 2014, Heather Weber kidnaps Carly Jacks, holding her at the Quartermain boathouse, intending to kill her and frame Franco for the crime. Oh, did she know that he was her son then? I forget. Okay, anyway. However, she gets discovered by Luke Spencer, who gets locked up in Miscavige, while Heather instead takes Carly to the catacombs in Windermere. When Cameron Spencer and Emmy, Emma Scorpio Drake and Spencer, these are kids, mm-hmm. not now. Obviously not now, but I mean, not even 10 years ago, them. It was little kids. Yes. Discover Heather. She tells them that there's a chupacabra. chupacabra. <laughs> 
hiding in the stables to keep them from finding Carly. Before Heather can kill Carly, she is discovered by Franco, whom she shoots, but is later stopped by Anna Devane. In 2015, when Spencer hosts his birthday party at Windermere, Cameron accidentally starts a fire, which traps Spencer and Emma in the castle. Both were later rescued by Nicholas. However, Spencer was left with a scar on his face. Later that year, Laura Spencer returned to Port Charles and took up permanent residence at the castle. In 2016, after Elizabeth Weber's house blows up, Nicholas offers to her to have her and the boys stay at Windermere. However, this was short-lived as Nicholas's new wife, Hayden Barnes, berates Elizabeth into leaving. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And then 2017 to present... Valentine takes over as Shannon's doing a little dance because she'd like to stay at the Cassadine mansion with him. Mm -hmm. Within a couple months, Nicholas's long lost uncle, Valentine Cassadine, resurfaced and managed to manipulate Nicholas into signing over his entire family estate and fortune. Nicholas is later seemingly killed by Valentine himself. Following this, Laura sends Spencer away to boarding school and attempts to sell Windermere. However, Valentine is released from jail and returns to Port Charles, announcing he is now the owner of the castle. The castle was unknowingly owned by Valentine since 2014, when his oldest brother Stavros died for the last time, for it's revealed through Mikos' hidden will that he left all of the Cassadine estate to the eldest living son. With Stavros and Stefan dead, Valentine was believed to be the only living son, hence removing... Any claims Nicholas and Spencer had on the inheritance and making him sole heir to the Cassadine Empire with his daughter Charlotte to follow after him. In early 2018, Faison returns to Port Charles and kidnaps Liesel Obrecht, taking her to the stables at Windermere. When Faison discovers Lulu Spencer Falconeri attempting to rescue Obrecht, he traps her and gasses the room, leaving both to die. However, Lulu remembers the catacombs under the stables where she and Liesel hid until they were rescued by Dante Falconeri and Sonny Corinthos. So glad she didn't forget about this. I catacombs. know. In July 2018, Liesel Obrecht kidnapped and held Peter August hostage in revenge for his hand in her son's death. When Liesel was in danger of being discovered, she took and hid Peter in the stables at Windermere. Why is no one checking these stables? Right. After Nina Reeves became involved, she opted to turn Peter in, but not before Liesel could set the stables on fire. That poor stable. That's the second stable fire. like on in flames all the time. Nina and Peter became trapped inside as the fire raged, but were soon rescued by Valentine and Hamilton Finn. Valentine later stated that the stables were burned to the ground. 
In July of 2019, after Brad Cooper threw Liesl off the Haunted Star, Nina feared for her aunt's safety and moved her into Windermere. Nicholas is alive! In January 2020, Valentin planned to host his own wedding to Nina Reeves at Windermere. However, Nina planned to use this opportunity to expose Valentin for his lies. She teamed up with Jasper Jacks, who revealed that Nicholas was still alive and searching for a codicil to Mikos's will that would return everything to Nicholas if Valentin should make a play for the Cassidyne estate. The codicil is hidden in a portrait of matriarch Helena Cassidyne. After Valentin unknowingly sold the codicil to Ava Jerome, he attempted to blackmail her into turning it over on the wedding day. When Ava refused, we'll talk more about that in yep. our whole parapet. Do, do, do. Um, um, <laughs> hold on. Valentine was then, in fact, revealed not to be Mikos's son, but rather Helena's, removing any claim he had to the Cassidyne fortune. Just remember, we just skipped over a lot of stuff. Yes. Listen to it on the parapet episode. Exactly. After Nicholas exposed Valentine and was proven to be the true heir to the Cassidyne fortune, Valentine left Spoon Island, leaving Nicholas as the sole owner once more. Nicholas and Ava also used this opportunity to wed at Windermere. Fearing that Nicholas may attempt to kill her to get her out of the way and keep his inheritance, Ava begged Liesl to stay at the castle, to which she agreed. As the new Lady of the Manor, Ava commissioned Franco to paint her portrait to be hung in a place of honor in the castle. They had an unveiling event at Windermere on August 14th, only to discover that oh, Franco's painting right. of Ava had been defaced with imagery related to Franco's serial killer past. Elizabeth immediately blamed Ava, while Lulu blamed Nicholas. Later at the nurse's ball, both Ava and Nicholas made individual public displays, her praising Franco's work and their friendship, and him making vast donations to the HIV cause and creating nursing scholarships in Elizabeth's name to honor their friendship. What? Why don't we have that scholarship yeah, anymore? No. Okay. In December 2020, after Julian Jerome plants a bomb in the floating rib on the orders of Cyrus Renault, he flees to Windermere, begging Ava to hide him until he can leave town. And then the rest of that is going to be on the parapet episode. Mm-hmm. And in 2021, <laughs> with an apparent stalker on their trail, Nicholas and Ava decide to temporarily move into the Metro Court Hotel, with Ava taking Avery to stay with her stepmother, Carly, at Greystone Manor. I'm just going to, like announced that my house has a fancy yeah, name seriously come on over to my manor they wanted to be able to rely on the protection of better security and cameras when ava's life is threatened by the still unnamed stalker ava files for a divorce from nicholas nina offers her a room at her old penthouse nicholas moves back to windermere and spencer shows up after graduating from ecole international de chalet staying temporarily at the Metro Court Hotel before moving back with his father. Spencer then moved into the Collins house with his grandmother and her husband, Kevin, after Nicholas terrorized him and his friends during a party he threw on Spoon Island. Nicholas had realized that Spencer was the stalker and wanted to bring karmic justice on his son. Instead, everyone sided with Spencer, especially when his previously unknown girlfriend, Esme Prince, Knowing that Spencer was the stalker, decided to set Ava's car ablaze to keep the suspicion off him. That was also crazy. Mm -hmm. Later in the summer, Spencer and Esme move into the castle shortly after with the threat of the stalker still looming and Ava leaving town to get away from the threat. 
Spencer and Esme were finally revealed as the stalker and promptly kicked out of the castle. Ava moved back in and she and Nicholas reunited. In 2022, after breaking up with Spencer and in order to continue with her plan to seduce his father, Esme attempts to manipulate him into letting her stay at Windermere with him. He decided instead on renting her a room above Kelly's. This only lasts for one day as Esme claims she might be pregnant and is scared of Sonny Corinthus getting revenge on her for secretly recording Cameron and Jocelyn having sex. Nicholas agrees to let her move into Windermere and Spencer comes along. Ava is furious that Esme is still there and cancels her vow renewal with Nicholas. He argues that Esme is in danger from Sonny. Ava admits that she told Sonny to take Esme. She also has Nicholas sleep in a different room until Esme is gone. Nicholas later reveals that he is on to Esme. This is where that whole story doesn't make sense. Yeah. Nicholas later reveals he's on to Esme, but she continues to stay close and be clingy with him. After a couple months of manipulation, flirting, and stroking his ego, Nicholas gives into the temptation Esme offers and they sleep together. Nicholas eventually comes clean with Ava, and Ava confronts Esme at Windermere, and then the rest of that will be talked about in the parapet. Yep. And then in October, Esme is revealed to be alive at the same time that a serial killer stalks the town with a hook. There are so many serial killers. Mm-hmm. Or so many, like, stalkers. She breaks into the castle in an attempt to steal money, and Nicholas catches her. He's shocked to discover she's pregnant with his child. She agrees to a paternity test and blackmails Nicholas into not turning her into the police, hiring her the best lawyer Cassidine money can buy, and letting her stay at the castle. Nicholas turns the tables on her by locking her in a large storage room. It was not really a storage room, but okay. In a large storage room. With You're storing an, stuff in it, then it is. I guess so, but with an <laughs> ensuite bathroom. Do you have an ensuite bathroom no, to your storage room? I don't even have an ensuite bathroom to my bedroom. Okay, then. Um, anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not a storage room as a bathroom. I know. In the north tower of the castle that no one uses. When Ava arrives, Nicholas explains that she can't go in the North Tower as it was flooded. And again, Ava's never tried to go in the North Tower before, so why did and she suddenly want to And how is the top of a go? tower flooded I don't know, but the and not the rest house. underneath? <laughs> wow, Nicholas. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. After he catches Esme successfully picking the lock, Nicholas locks her in the ensuite. She is now held there secretly as a hostage until she gives birth. With Elizabeth Baldwin in on the plan and taking care of her prenatal needs as her private nurse. In December, Victor moves into the castle to keep an eye on Nicholas and gets Spencer an early release from Pentonville Penitentiary. As long as he is under the supervision at Windermere, which we already talked about, was only till his sentence was up, so he was mm -hmm. good with that. Victor is thrilled they're together for the holidays. Spencer is less than, and neither is aware that Esme is also there as a prisoner while she's pregnant with Nicholas's baby. On New Year's Eve 2022, Esme sets fire to the storage room using a match in order to escape Nicholas. Esme is discovered and taken into custody, now with amnesia, and Nicholas admits that he's the father of her baby. Following this, Victor and Ava come to a divorce settlement for her and Nicholas, in which she gets Spoon Island and everything on it with the goal to move in at the end of January. And she just said, what, Friday that she was moving yep. into her new place? Yep. So they're on top of it with the timelines there. So the list of residents is various friends and family of the Cassidines, 
have taken residence at the castle over the years, including Alfred, which was their butler. The last thing that we heard about him was in March 2022 when Spencer told Esme that Alfred and Ross, who's Ross, would lay flowers on Courtney's grave. So, like, we haven't really heard from him. So, he's still around, maybe? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, Alfred, Hayden Barnes, Catherine Bell, Gia Campbell. Oh, these are alphabetical. Charlotte Cassidyne, Helena Cassidyne, Irina Cassidyne, Nicholas Cassidyne, Spencer, Stavros, Stefan, Valentin, Victor, Cassidynes. Stephen Clay, Cesar Frizon, Rocco Falconeri, as Ben. I'm going to throw, oh. I'm going to change that one. And that is as Ben. Stella Fields, Sasha Gilmore. Jerry Jacks, Lucas Jones, Lydia Karanen, Ewan Keenan, Mrs. Lansbury, Colleen McHenry, Liesel Obrecht, Esme Prince, Brooklyn Quartermain, Emily Quartermain, Ned, Tracy Quartermain, Nina Reeves, Robin Scorpio, Rebecca Shaw, Aiden Spencer, Bobby Spencer, Cameron Weber, Jake Spencer. Oh, why'd they throw Cameron in? He should be at the end with the W's. Lulu Spencer, Valerie Spencer, Laura Weber, Elizabeth Weber, and Britt. Westbourne. And then the travel guide to Port Charles says where to live, who to love, and who to never ever cross in America's most dramatic city revealed that Spoon Island was bought from the city of Port Charles in 1882 by Washington Wyndham. Isn't that a different name than we just heard above? Wasn't it Walt? I thought it was. I mean, Wyndham's the same, but it was down further. Oh, it was also in 1880. That's true. I guess it would help if we were on the right timeline. Yeah, Walt Wyndham. Okay, so this says Walt, but the travel guide says Washington Wyndham. Despite many warnings not to buy, as legend had it, that the island was an unlucky place, Wyndham built his dream house, the estate of Windermere. The constant construction and lack of a master plan of a master building plan resulted in a large disjointed house. (laughs) As Wyndham grew old, he became convinced the house was haunted by former inhabitants of the island trying to drive him away. He was found dead just short of his 66th birthday, sprawled in the entranceway, clutching two candlesticks. The island remained abandoned until Ayanna Huntington took ownership. That's interesting. I had no idea about all of this. So the only notable locations, too, is the living room, master room, sitting room, storage room with ensuite, north tower, south tower, and actually set up with ensuite. I wasn't just being smart. The parapet, the stables, and the catacombs. Wow. And then the notable people as the owners, Ava, and then Avery is a current resident. Nicholas, Cassidine, Valentine, Stefan, Cesar, Ned, Don Winthrop. Ayana, Walt Wyndham, and the Mohawk Nation. They were the original owners. There you go. And the address is simply Spoon Island, Port Charles, New York. We should write letters. We should. I had no, I just thought we were going to talk a little bit about the Bacchanalia and the ball. Right. And Oh, that's funny. That was just so cool. And so next week we'll talk about the parapet all and the all the balls. From it. Or jump. Yeah. I think that we could also do the catacombs and the stables together. So I do the parapet and then the catacombs and stables. Yeah. So I guess at this point, this will be released a few weeks after we've recorded by now. Ava should be all comfy cozy in her new home. Unless. Nope. I want her to keep it. I like it. Okay. We'll see. The, the Cassadine Island cannot become Ava's. I would love it though. Maybe she'll sell it to Valentine because he wanted it real bad. Maybe. We'll see. 
I don't know. I guess we'll, we will see. Maybe she will allow Spencer and the baby oh, to live there. So it'll stay as the Cassidine. Yes. Okay. That's what's going to happen. Ava is going to. Oh, and then that's also going to be helpful to Spencer, even though they have Laura because she and Laura get along. They do. But even, but Laura has like her place and everything. Ava is now single. Perhaps. I thought you were going to say Laura is now single. And I was like, no. what happened to Kevin? No, no Ava. Ava's now single. I mean, Laura has to go home to her husband. She Ava's does. now single. She can essentially stay out of Spencer's hair, but be there for him as support with the baby. Yes. I like it. I like it too. Darn it. This is not going to be released until that probably is already written. Send, okay. send anyway. them a pre-copy. Here I will. Go. Dear writers. Here's a pre-release for you. Yes. Okay. So join us next week as, so join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.